0: This week on Two Bears, One Cave.
1: Even though when I came in, I trashed the jukebox electric. I just scanned a couple of the songs, and I was like, I rock the Casbah, what's going on here? <laughs> That's my wife.
0: So. Uh-oh, don't tell talk- <laughs> Christine. My favorite part, I'm sorry, of the last few minutes, though, yeah. is that you have very kind of like diplomatically said, Bert's a fucking retard. And
1: I don't have an idea yet. And he goes, that's right, you can just give me a hand job." <laughs> 100%
2: Dude.
1: After years of
0: fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping, monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com/bears that's mintmobile.com/b e a r s cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com/bears additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mintmobile for details this episode is brought to you by satva satva.com/the shit. That's right. That's the URL. They gave us the opportunity to pick our own URL. And I said, these mattresses are the shit. And we would like that to be the URL. And when you go to sattva.com slash the shit, you get $200 off any mattress of your choice. I think that's a great deal. Why? Because you deserve to sleep on a high quality mattress. If you're not sleeping on one, you, you know it, maybe you've gotten used to it and you should stop, you should stop. You deserve to sleep comfortably, deeply and on a great product with incredible customer service and that all happens at Sattva. Trust me, I've been sleeping on this, their products for over 10 years. They're the best, saatva.com slash the shit. Get yourself a mattress. Great news, everyone. Bird isn't here. <laughs> um usually you have to sit through someone's buffoonery talking all their nonsense. And luckily for all of us, he has something called intestinal cysts. So he's getting those addressed. Whoa. I know. But the great news is that in his place is somebody who you actually want to hear speak. Give it up for Colin Quinn, everybody.
1: Woo! Thank yeah. you.
0: Yeah. yeah. So excited to hear, man. This yeah. is awesome that you're here, dude. We yeah. um, usually don't get good comics. So, <laughs> uh, well, uh, you're in town, you're doing the mothership. I'm doing the mothership. You're um, experiencing Austin. I, mean, I know you're looking at real estate. You're probably going to buy a
1: place. Um, No, not <laughs> since uh, Tim Dylan fled. <laughs> Tim Dylan fled and then came back. Oh, he did? He came back. <laughs> he fucking, by the way, he hosed me.
0: That. that motherfucker. He did. He, so, he moves here first, and I go, I go, hey, man, so how is it? Like, Because I'm looking. This is a couple years ago. And he goes, it's amazing. It's great. You're going to love it. It's it's awesome. Gives me the whole pitch. And I'm, I'm saying he's like the reason, but he did do a convincing thing. Of course. I moved here. Like six months later, I'm like, "How's it going?" He's like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." I go, well, "Why?" He goes, "There's like one sushi place. I gotta get out of here." And he fucking bails. That's <laughs> yeah. really funny. But then he's like, "Then he." I don't know. He has like six houses now. So yeah, uh, he does. He's yeah. got one in New York and Long Island. I yeah. mean, he's
1: just. Uh, you he's know. got
0: one in Europe. He's got. He's like, it's he does. Yeah, yeah. He's doing all right. Um, but this is like a real treat because, like I said, we usually have morons, and you're here, and you actually are. You, your, your whole. You know, you are the person who like everybody, we all, whether you like it or not, we all, you're this person who I would be nervous to do stand-up in front of. Like if we were doing a uh, uh, a set tonight, I would look at my set list and I would be like, and then I would look at you and I'd be like, I can't do this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, because I don't I'm wanna, a
1: judgmental person.
0: You're judgmental. Um, you're a harsh critic. No, it's just because you, there are comics where you go like, if you feel like something is like, eh, that'll get a laugh, but it's not. Solid, you right. go. I am not doing that in front
1: of him. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I don't look. I never my what I judge people on nowadays, at least. Uh-huh. I mean, not that I, I judge people on. There's two things I hate the most. In Tell common. me, I hate false humility. Where a bad example would be somebody going, and I mean, I'm ugly, and it's like, you're not ugly, right? Right? You're right. good looking, right? Right? You know, I like. Real assessments of how you look. You know what I mean? You might say, what about ugly people that think they're good looking? That's another weird thing. It doesn't bother that's, me. Yeah. Right. That's not because- It's deluded, but it doesn't bother me. Right. You know, you just feel like, ooh. Um, but I hate false humility, which is a big thing. Yes. But people are pretending to be, you know. And I hate pandering slash scolding. I guess it's sort of a lecture-pander combination. Uh-huh. And you know, that, that style of, that's cool. Yes. Those two drive me crazy. And now. there's
0: people doing both of those things quite a bit. Yeah. I did. I actually stopped somebody one time, a, a, a woman, a female comic, who was like, her, she was on stage and one of her jokes, she was like, someone said to me, what are you, a model? And I was like, blah, blah, blah. And I had to, I, when she got off, I go, by the way, you can't do that. And she was like, well, I go, because you're too good looking. I go, it's actually, you're oh, not even average looking. Right. I go, People are, think that you could be, this is absurd. Right. I, I couldn't even help myself to tell her. I was like, you can't do that. Yeah. It doesn't work. You're, you're, you don't get that one.
1: Right. Yeah, that's the thing.
0: Yeah. The pandering, though, is...
1: Oh, it's just infuriating. <laughs> so that's really what bugs me the most. You know exactly. what I mean? I know people do whatever they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, sure. But certain things just inflame you in a certain way. And it's the real, you know, kind of... I use, I'll use the word, even though I'm birch seedy, probably never heard of it, cloying. That I don't like.
0: Bert doesn't know that word. No, Bert and doesn't know it. No, no, no. The cloying is, it irks you.
1: I love Bert. You know, Bert was doing that tour last year. Yeah. And they said, Bert wants you to come and do a couple of guest spots on the tour. Yeah. And my manager, my agent, they're both like, Bert wants you to come. These are great tours. I go, I'm not going to do Bert's. Look, here's the thing about comedy. I love Bert. <laughs> yeah. But I'm yeah. saying, it's like anything else. Not everybody has the same audience. No, they don't. You know what you I mean? Know. That's yes. just. Nobody even thinks about this. Like, no. hey, you're exposed to a different audience. Yeah, an audience is going to be like, first of all, they probably have a vague idea who I am. They're not interested. I'm not interested. Everybody go their way, a separate way. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? So, when yeah. you see Bert, yeah. tell him thank you. Stop making offers. It's, it's, I'm not going to be saying no the rest of my life. <laughs> thank
0: you. By the way, just so you know, <laughs> I have rejected everything he's ever. His, 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 and then he'll be like, he better. goes, dude, you know we have the same audience, right? And I go, no, we fucking don't. No, we don't. He uh, he was he talked about his fucking cruise his his Burt cruise and he was like the cruise I go I go can I tell you something he goes don't worry I already told them not to send you an offer I go you could send me the gross of the cruise the entire cruise yes and I would turn it down I mean I love it yeah.
1: I love it but it's just there's different things going on there you know what I mean <laughs> yeah that's a nice way of saying yeah it. but I'm there just saying there are different
0: things going yeah, on there and yeah. it's like yeah.
1: it's just everyone's got their you know, everybody's got this idea yeah. that like all comedy is I know. an audience.
0: My favorite part, I'm sorry, of the last few minutes though, yeah. is that you've very kind of like diplomatically said, "Bert's a fucking retard."
1: No, and that, I'm not. No, no, I, yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of no, is. he's dumb that he doesn't know what cloying is. <laughs> but but <laughs> look, but I mean, no, I'm saying, no, I'm yeah. literally saying, yeah, that. Mm, most people in the industry don't seem to understand that there's different audiences for different comedians. Agents
0: don't. That's Agents, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah.
1: They think exposure. It's not. I you've got to have different audiences. It's, and it's not one big
0: thing. You know, n- a thousand. And none of us are like none of us are above. None. Of, I'm not doing fake humility. None of us right. are above taking money for things. But there right. are times when you've done stand up long enough where you get an offer for something and it's like. I'm not shaking my head at the money, but no. you go: Is this, is the exchange of this money worth what I know this experience will be? Yeah, and then you go like, these are not equal.
1: That's you know? hundred uh, yeah. percent right. And and you can't believe you're not going to take the money. That's that's. But you're part. like, damn it, damn it, and you yeah. keep. And when you, but the problem is when you do take the money, that month beforehand is ruined.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Your whole life is ruined because yeah. your stomach hurts because you're like, I know I'm going to this thing. It's not going to be pretty
0: and i'll and, and i'll I'm go dead. ahead and i'll go ahead and say and when i did the home builders association of northern kentucky it was a terrible <laughs> idea <laughs> it, it's one of the most horrific traumatizing experiences of my life
1: well, that's one of the greatest one of the greatest comedy ones is northern kentucky contractors. can i tell you too it's almost like
0: it, this was more than 10 years ago and it's almost like i knew when the call came like cuz i was dealing with the person yes. and it was a referral from a family member Ooh. and she goes I saw it's even worse because then
1: they get the word back they get the yeah.
0: she goes I saw you're so funny and I was like hey I just wanted to you know do you, do you think that this crowd and I know I know <laughs> what the answer is right Right. I, I want it to be like it's gonna be great she's like it's gonna be great and I go okay okay and then I you know I, I work out the the details and I go to this place and it's in Covington, Kentucky, right across from Cincinnati. Sure. It's at a country club. And I walk into the room and I see the people and I'm like, I mean, I don't even have a fan base, but I'm like, this definitely is not them. Right. And then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And then she's like, you ready to go? And I go, uh, can I get a microphone? And she was like, yeah, we'll we'll get one up there. Just, just go ahead and get started. And I was like, Oh, oh, my no. God. Oh, no. And so one of them just went up like, th- like you know, hey, everybody. Put, yeah, put that down. Ready ready for your entertainment? And they go, Tom, come on up here. And I go up there, and I'm like this, like, you know, hands free. And I'm like, how's everybody doing? And they're just, you know. Yeah. And this is, all the, this is also their celebration. So part of you feels like I, am, I get that this is your night. You're supposed to be enjoying your yes. night. And then as I'm talking, someone hands me the mic oh this is better and the sound comes on this is better right and then i just see a guy and i'm doing the act that i know i only have one fucking right, thing I right can do, right and it's just it's the word and then as i get off i was like uh i i'm i know that didn't work she was like
2: yeah
1: that didn't that wasn't good and I was yeah like thank oh, you oh no i've had yeah. horrifying what i finally learned about those kind of shows those yeah. whatever they're called is i always i always do this it's gonna be I leave. I go a day early. I go through all their seminars. Seriously? Yep. I get up there. I just did one about a month and a half ago in South Carolina. I Literally, my. I'll sit there with a podium with my laptop and spend the... I just did one. And I'll go over the speakers they sat through for the past day. I'll sit at all the seminar. And I'm writing notes. And I trash every speaker, everything that was said. Oh, I kill, but I mean kill for twenty minutes. But it's only twenty minutes. Yeah, and then I go in my act and like, eh, yeah, it. and they yeah. just work the crowd. Yeah, because yeah. they, like you said, they're there. This is a, this is their business. Yeah, they don't want a stand-up show.
0: Right. No, they're not no. there. They're
1: there to talk to each other. So the only talk thing about is,
0: Pete from fucking accounting. In, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
1: either you work the crowd, and even that is barely works, or do like the stuff that I do. Yeah, I actually go bother. But yeah. I'm looking. at I'm not even looking at them. I'm looking at the laptop and it works so great. Dude, so. But then the rest of it's not, you know.
0: That is an amazing, that's an amazing tactic. And, and also it, it it shows that like, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. If you get something like that, you, you still got to do the work. Like you got to go, do the work. You do the if work. you want it to go, you if know, you if want you want it to, go to, go to be, up. yeah. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks and I was one of those people who was like, oh, is this going to taste horrible now? I actually think it tastes better than any uh, sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners, plus zero sugar in the sugar-free version. It has eight vitamins and nutrients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout as 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration
2: today using promo code CAVE at liquidiv.com. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that is not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be a nightmare. That's where BlueNile.com comes in. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They are committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry blue Nile offers 100% satisfaction guaranteed with guaranteed free shipping and returns right now you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code bears at blue That's $50 off with code bears at blue BlueNile.com. bluenile.com Did you, I, this just popped
0: into my head. I wasn't thinking about this today, but did, wasn't there a story about you performing at, like, De Niro's birthday or something? Oh, my
1: God. I mean, it's my it's my my most uh, beloved uh, saddest story. So it was this thing where De Niro, his wife calls me up. This is, no matter how long you've been in business, every mistake in comedy I made. you uh-huh. didn't make it. Yeah. Like, that lady with the mic, this was me doing that. Right. So she goes, De Niro, Bob's having a 60th birthday party. You do a De Niro impression, which I really didn't, but I, maybe I did a half-ass one, but... She goes, could you come down and just do the impression? So you ever see Ralph Cranmer when he goes, I'm going straight for the $99,000 answer? You ever watched The Honeymoon? Mm-hmm. I go, I'll do better than that. I'll do an act. And even she goes like this, like, uh, um, all right. I mean, we just want the impression. I go, I'll do. Trust me. I'm afraid, you know. She's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so right away, so I write an act, a 20-minute act. It's all on paper. You can't memorize an act in sure. three days of 20 minutes specific to one person. I write it all out about De Niro, but it's got, it's, it's, even when I look back on it, uh, I go show up, there's Billy Crystal, Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg. There's Irwin Winkler, this big producer of all the movies. There's Chaz Pimentary. There's Christopher Walken. All these guys are there, you know, all these big names. Yeah. And this and is at a restaurant? or like At a restaurant a, called okay. Le Cirque, the fanciest restaurant yeah. in New York at the yeah. time. And it's right across the St. Patrick's Cathedral. And, so once again, now part one mistake, she told you to do the impression, get out. Right. And I got to be a big shot. But in my mind, I'm like, you know what? This is my time. I was doing great at stand up. I was feeling my oats. I was like, this is going to finally put me where Scorsese, De Niro, and these guys are going to go, this is the,
0: this is the guy. missing link yeah.
1: for later mo- Why don't we know about this guy? You know, because I'm from New York. And I'm yeah. just like, in my mind, in the back yeah. of my mind, I was my, <laughs> yeah. you know. And then I go up there. She goes, I'll introduce you. No, don't introduce me. Don't introduce me. Don't. I got it. Well, what am I, stupid? Yeah. I mean, of all, and she, I go, I'll just go up. So I have to interrupt dinner. They're eating. I lay out my notes. I get the mic and Robin Williams, who was there, goes to me. Yeah. He goes, suddenly I'm eating and I look up and I see you talking to a microphone. I go, what's Colin Quinn doing? He's a comedian yeah. and he's wondering what's going on. So I start. It, so I start getting to cry. I go, "Hi, how you doing?" Um, <clears throat> I'm not really a friend of De Niro. Again, okay. crowd's like, "Why would a non-friend be here at his birthday?" Yeah. And I go, "But I'm to see his movies and I make a few roast jokes." So I go, "Hey, how did you prepare? You always prepare for your movies. How did you prepare for whatever movie it was by looking in front of the mirror and apologizing to the audience for wasting our money?" Crowd's like, oh. And I go, "Hey." You gained weight for Raging Bull and then you put on some weight for uh, uh, Untouchables. And and again, I said, maybe you're not really an actor. You're just a fat fuck. (laughs) Oh. So, crowds turning on me. (laughs) So, I'm bombing. Like, that was the. My first page was all roast jokes. Yeah, sure. I had four pages. So, I do roast jokes. So then the crowd's turning. So then I go, I start freewheeling because I got Chris Walken and those guys were over there. And I go, Hey, I just stopped playing because I'm, I didn't know they'd be there, but I'm like, get off De Niro. I go, hey, Harvey Keitel, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you uh, make yourself at home? Take your pants off. Crowd's just look at me. He's looking at me. I go, Chris Walken, why are you here? You should be doing a cameo in an unwatchable independent movie. Crowd's just looking at me. So now I know I'm bombing with the roast jokes. Uh-huh. So I go into- You're like, let me switch it up. Yeah, I try to switch it up. So yeah. I go to my next page. You know, me, I'm, I'm shuffling papers. Oh, no. So that oh, always sounds no. good. I'm telling you, this crowd is dead silent. I interrupted a meal of laughs. You know what I mean? Because they're yeah. like the Kentucky thing. Yeah. They're at their party too. Yeah,
0: yeah that's their party. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm not even his friend. They don't know me. So I start going into this other, uh, this horrible story of my friend who, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to even tell. My friend who, he died, but before, but we, he had seen taxi driver and when I, we were growing up and he started describing taxi driver to me and how in you know, how strange it was that he was mentioning taxi driver, but then at the end I go and then he died. And it was like this <laughs> it
0: was terrible. And then are you seeing Bob just like
1: what's that? Is, no is, is he like Bob's like Bob's like looking like his, like he's going, you know, like yeah, keep going, like he's trying to support, because <laughs> you yeah. he know he's horrified people people like muttering, like you know it's getting ugly, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And then people are like, ah, like a couple of you know ladies are yelling out and shit. Then I start doing, especially during the roast jokes, you know. And then I start doing this other thing. where I'm doing like scenes from. I can't even remember. I'm. Thank God I don't have those papers, because if I did, I'd have to. I'd have to perform it again. You have to. You have to. But it was so bad. And it just ended so ugly. And I left, and my suit was soaked yeah. with sweat. Yeah. And I walk outside, and Robin Williams came out, and he goes, Carly, because I know him a little bit. And he goes, Oh, he's just left. He goes, Oh, you know. And I was like, <laughs> Look, I had another gig that night. It was kind of rainy. Yeah. So I have this new cashmere sweater on a hanger. And I go, I don't. And the cashmere sweater flew off the hanger and went in the gutter and a cab ran it over in the rain <laughs> and he just cried with laughter. He couldn't believe it. Dude.
0: Okay. First of all, that's, that's fucking amazing. When you bomb, this is like universal for, for a comedian, like in especially an event like that, you know, there's the internal, yes. like just shame. Yes, Usually you want to be, be alone for a moment, but then the thing is you always want to, you have to tell somebody, right? Yeah. Do you remember who you told first? Well, I mean, well, obviously, Robin walks out. But I mean, was there somebody else who you went to, one of your friends, right away, and you're like,
1: well, luckily, I did have a show that night. Oh,
0: so you could wash it off, kind of. So I
1: washed it off to a degree, but, and then years later, I'm like, oh, I make that story into more than it was. De Niro's like, he's done a hundred million things. He doesn't remember that bullshit. So I saw him outside the cellar when he was doing that uh, horrendous comedy movie, you know, and he's there, and he's with the wife, and Jim Norton is there. Uh huh. And so we're talking for a couple of minutes outside the cellar, did De De you know. And then Jim Norton goes, hey, remember the time he bombed at your birthday party? And both of their faces, Jim even said, he said they were so dark, they darkened. And it must have been like, the be- like this thing they hated that they never speak of. Face, it changed the whole energy. We just walked away. So he definitely remembers
2: that. Do thing. you remember that? Yeah.
1: I mean, <clears throat> him right. and the wife both. Sure.
0: Oh. And then, did she ever talk to you again? Did she ever? Because she's the one that asked you to do no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I never
1: I never would have asked her to talk to me. It uh, was the
0: worst. Carson Palmer <coughs> was a quarterback for the Bengals. Yeah, I know. So um, they know I'm from Cincinnati, and his, uh, his team reaches out, and they're like, we have a big private event in uh, Orange County. He's from California. Um, we want to you know, possibly work with a Cincinnati guy. Can we come see you? So they they, they basically, his team comes and watch me at the Irvine Improv. Great show. Like, great show. This is like, again, I don't know, like 10 years ago. So they're like, they pulled me aside after. And they're like, hey, we're doing this uh this uh, private event on, you know, next Tuesday at this place. We'd love for you to host it. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! That'd be awesome." <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Be like a bunch of NFL players." I was like, "Oh, this is the shit." And they're like, "You know, you're a Cincinnati guy. He'd love that." I was like, "Great." And they're like, "And then the next day, there's a uh, golf outing." And I was like, "I'm not really a golf." They're like, "Believe me, you want to come. It's gonna be fucking fun." And I was like, "Okay, cool." Oh. So the night of the event, it's at this like very chic. A uh, sushi place where there's a restaurant in the front and then in the back room it's like to throw a party so there's only room there's only tables around the side and the center is empty there's a big table that's in front of it sushi dj playing over here and when you walk in it looks like a hot person's party you know what i mean like you're right. like oh somebody yeah. who is hot yes. is having a party everyone all the girls are just like yes and they're orange county like they're they're smoking hot yeah and I'm seeing NFL players left and right <laughs> walking around. I'm like, oh, this is dope, dude. And then they're like, all right, like 15 minutes. And I was like, and then I go, what's the thing? They're like, so you do, you know, you go up there, do like 15 minutes, do your thing, 15, 20 minutes. Then like you'll bring up this guy, you'll bring up that guy, and then you bring up Carson. And then, then you kind of just wrap it up. And then uh, tomorrow there's the golf thing. And I go, oh, okay. And they go, I go, what? T-? I go, so the golf thing, and they go, look, the only way you're not going to the golf thing is if you're not invited to the golf thing, and that's not happening. And I was like, okay. So I go up there, and here's the thing. When you walk into a, a packed room, it's loud, right? Yes. When I grab the mic, none, none of the volume in the room changes. Like, right. you go like, oh, we're, start, like, we're starting yeah. now. start tapping yeah. it. I go, we're starting. Hello? And then I look at the guy, and he was like, and I go, what do you mean? I go, like, <laughs> no one is listening. Not like a few. Right. They're still like, ah, oh, you're just having the party. So I was like, hello. I start to say shit. I'm like, you guys are fucking rude, right? <laughs> and I'm thinking that oh no, it'll gather, it'll no. just garner attention. No. Dude, nothing changes. So after a minute, I'm looking at him. I'm like, I don't, because you know, they're like, it's, yours, it's your thing. I go, you have to, like, it's got to, we got to stop. yes. So I finally am like, all right. I go, all right, you guys aren't going to listen, blah, blah, blah. I just, I start doing an act. I don't even, I'm not doing like riff stuff. I'm right. just start doing an act. There's like four people here that are facing me. So I just perform to them. And as I'm performing to them, one of them is a kid. And, and I'm like, I'm going through the act and I'm like doing stuff that I'm like, yeah, oh, that's probably not for kids, but you know, he's here. And at one point... I'm he. I'm like, do you know who I am to the kid? And he's like, <laughs> and I go, I'm Brett Favre, and <laughs> and he's like, you see his face change, like he's like, like that. And I was uh, like, yeah, I'll sign. Like so, he believes it. You know, uh, like, he's not getting the joke of yeah. it. And 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 so I finally, I'm like, wow, this is. It's not even. It doesn't feel like regular bombing because there's still nobody. It's like I try to do up at a at a uh, like a disco, like at right, like, like a right. nightclub. Yeah. Like there's like almost like there's music on except there's no music on. Yeah. So when I finally I'm like, I turn to the guy, I'm like, dude, I don't know what you mean to do. I'm like, blah blah blah. I bring someone else up. Someone else comes up, it's the same. And when I finally go, ladies and gentlemen, Carson Palmer, they all stop and they look at the stage, dead silent. And I'm like, this is amazing.
2: Wow. Like they
0: all like 250 people just stop. Wow. I bring him on stage. He says some bullshit. He gets off. I'm like, oh, you know, continue your night. And I'm like sour about it. I'm like, this of is cool. I'm in the bathroom and like this uh, running back for the Bengals at the time. I forget his name. He goes, Dan, that was rough for you, huh? And I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was. He was like, how'd you get? He was like, How, what's that feel like? I'm like, well, no one was listening. I go, so it doesn't. It doesn't feel like a regular bomb, right? And then I'm like, all right, well, at least I got, I got through this in some way. It feels terrible. Yeah. And then they were like. Uh, yeah, we'll let you know about the golf thing. <laughs> I'm like, it's tomorrow, though. <laughs> and
1: they're like, yeah, someone will reach out. Oh, my and God. I, and
0: I didn't get invited. I didn't get they to go. Disinvited to, they disinvited you. They disinvited me from so the So somebody
1: go- was listening, but you were insulting them. Yeah, they were like, no,
0: no, this guy's not coming. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I mean, they, it's set up for failure.
0: That was a failure setup, yeah. A
1: lot of these, set, a lot of these things, I'll tell you the best thing, which, again, I've done enough, enough of these gigs where I know, is when, believe it or not, when you're performing in the morning. Mm. You'd think that would be the worst time. It's the best time. Is it really? Yes, because they're there. They're bored by the speakers. You get up. You're trashing everybody that has been boring them this yeah, whole time. Sure, and they love it. And you and they're not drunk. Yeah. Once they start drinking, drinking it's an changes party They're talking to each other. I haven't seen this person in years. Talking to these people. Oh my god, they're not in the mood for this stuff. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I feel
0: like all the years of like, the, the the six seven show club gigs has really made a disdain for alcoholics and like or like for drunk behavior. Yes, for yes. me, we're like I hate them. I can be in a non-performance setting, and when someone's drunk, I just I just start to go like I just want to get the fuck out of here. You know, like that loud obnoxious shit. Yeah, because you perform to it, and you realize there's like there's almost no way to defeat it at a well, certain Well,
1: even the Lauren Boebert thing the other day. As much as I respect her giving the guy a hand job and him feeling her well, up, I I respect yeah. that, but <laughs> but the fact that they're in a play and instead of watching the play, they're like, ha, 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 it just reminds me of everything I hate about in comedies. Drunks. Yeah,
0: yeah, Clubs,
1: yeah. Those idiots that are like, hey, go outside. What are you doing? Yeah, the show's getting ruined for everybody around you. Where was you. this? I didn't, I didn't even know this. Oh, this is like a Beetlejuice. They were doing like the the, the musical Beetlejuice. Uh-huh. So they're doing a play. Yeah. So apparently she goes in there with the guy. You know, they're vaping. Pull they're that doing, up. But they're doing all the things that you hate in an audience member. Wow. So they're, that's her and that's him. At the at the edge here? Right. Yeah. And so see, so they're getting along good, you know. Yeah. So the lady behind her, she had a conflict with the lady behind her because she was vaping. You're not supposed to vape at the show. Hey, oh, you, here's she okay. Can you not lady vape? Goes, can you not vape? And she's like, "Yeah, leave me alone." You yeah. know. Now here they go. Look, like, taking pictures at the show. Oh, you're watching a play. Everybody else, look at everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Of course,
0: it's super disrespectful. And now, the dick comes out.
1: No, she she grabs his dick, but oh. it doesn't come out. Yeah. Look, I respect that part. Maybe they're not showing it. Oh, they didn't show that part. Now they asked her to leave. Oh. Her and the guy. He's grabbing his head. She's oh. grabbing his dick the whole time wow isn't that crazy that is crazy but it just reminded me of all the things yeah, in the audience where you're like that's because
0: that couple. this is the equivalent of um hey could you uh can you keep it down and they're like i'm talking to my daughter right now like where they tell you what and you're like yeah i don't care that the who you're talking you're talking in the showroom <laughs> you know like i, I mean no, I, I'm talking- I've had yes. I've had people in the front row be like, We're talking about our plans for later. And they're like, Oh, that's great. Like so, I, with the
1: with your face yeah. and attitude is exactly how they are. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. <laughs> Look at you, like, they're matter-of-fact about I'm it. Like, and how dare you? You see what you know what's going on here. Now now he understands.
0: And then they're like, and, and they're so entitled. It's such it's all entitlement, you know. But
1: it's also, let me explain this. I'm i si- I've been this has been a bane of my existence since I started this business. If you went to any other business and you t- and the owner watched four people ruin the night for 200 of his customers to the point where most of them won't ever come back, they would be yanked out and thrown out. Yeah. In comedy, they're like, hey, let them see where they go. Because half the owners have the same mentality as those idiots. A thousand percent.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy. It's so <laughs> crazy. I mean, I I remember one time this at a club where the guy was like, the the crowd was so disrespectful to the feature. Yes. And there's this thing about you too, where you get like protective, right? Of yours. Yes. And I was like, hey, what the fuck to the club? And they're like, you know, we, uh, it's a customer. And I was like, what are, what are you doing? Like, That's a customer? Yeah. Yeah. Like they go, well, you know, he, and then they wanted to fire my feature act for shitting on them. And I was like,
1: yeah.
0: I go, you get rid of him. I'm not coming. Yeah. For the rest of the shows. Yeah. And they were like, well, you know. And it's because the guy, he just cared about food and beverage. He didn't care about what happens on stage. He was like, those people bought food yeah, and drinks. Yeah, but are so
1: dumb because in the long run, their clubs closed because- I- 150 people are not enjoying the show. They haven't hear these they people don't get the whole it.
0: time. They don't get it.
1: It's unbelievable, though, to yeah. me. Because if it was any other, invo- if it was a restaurant even, yeah. they'd be like, these four people are ruining the night for everybody. Yeah. Get them out.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Any other business. Yeah, well, then, then in the club, they uh, they also could be like super insane people in there. And they go, we're just laughing. And you're like, but you're not, though. No, you're, you're not. They're, all, they're laughing. Yes. You're doing a whole other thing.
1: Oh, it's infuriating. It's
0: really crazy. And that that remind by the way because the 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 Broadway thing we just saw there. Uh you are more dialed into that because you actually do those shows. You perform not just stand up in clubs, but you do one man shows. I do
1: theaters and theater, one man shows, yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but it's the same it's the same thing with less of that.
0: Yeah, right, but I'm saying there is everybody kind of knows that when you walk into a theater, a Broadway show, a musical. There's a different level of decorum, respect that you're supposed to watch the show with. <laughs> Sadly, as, by the way, yeah.
1: it shouldn't be that way. Uh, Stand up should be getting the same respect. It should respect. be. I should be. But, and I'll tell you what the problem is. I figured this all out. It's because your table is, you're facing each other.
0: Yes. It's crazy.
1: A theater, you're facing straight ahead. Yeah. Here's the show. Your tables face each other. That's a nonverbal way of saying, yeah, the show's part of it, and part yeah. Of it. Well, there and there are actual
0: clubs where the you see some people watch the stage like this.
1: it's yeah. oh, that's nice. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Let me get one of those chicken fingers. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. Well, they, one of
1: the reasons the Comedy Cellar has always been my favorite and it was such a great club, yeah, is because they. This is back in the eighties. They said if you're a table of more than, I think five or six, we separate you. And they said that in the 80s. They go, and people be like, well, we're together. They go, we don't care. You're separated. If you want to come, if you don't want to come, that's fine. That is amazing. That's that's, the way that's amazing.
0: Do it. Yeah. My all-time biggest bomb was I was booed off stage was with uh Christmas parties because it was groups yes. of like 40 and 50, like all in sections. <laughs> yeah. And that and I when I talked because we me and the owner talked about it. At length, because we'd both never seen anything like it. Right. But I was like, one of the contributing factors is that these were mobs. They were. It wasn't. Yeah. Random. It was. There was fifty people that knew each other here. Yes. And fifty people that I go. So once one of them was like, I don't like this. They all just kind of got together. You no, know? it is. It yeah. is an
1: interesting, weird uh, mob mentality mob it is. thing that happens. Mob rule. Yeah. And um, it's the internet's like that too. And um, but yeah, yeah, the
0: internet is is exactly. It. It's yeah. a great. Now, yeah. how did you go? Because I remember you know, dude, it's so crazy, like how long I've seen you in different things, like I remember you on m t v um
1: you were just a little boy, weren't you? I was
0: kind of a little boy, and right. also what's sad for like i you know this is old man shit to say, but I'm actually like i get some things you get bummed, you go, you don't understand how great it was right. so like some like m t v was the coolest place in the world, period, if you were a teenager like it it was it was like. The the hosts, you you just waited for these cool music videos that were so, you know, sometimes they were deliberately bad. Sometimes they were accidentally bad. Sometimes they were the coolest thing you've ever fucking thing. And you'd sit around, round the clock. If you had any moment, you would just put on MTV and you'd be seeing the best music, the best video. It was just fucking like.
1: It was in the background at all times.
0: It was the epicenter of pop culture and like you know like and coolness like that it was it all was there.
1: even though when i came in i trashed the jukebox selection you did yeah i just <laughs> scanned a couple of the songs and i was like i rock the casbah what's going on here but but i understand now that was your childhood actually that's my wife so <laughs> oh <don't tell> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: make sure you cut this oh boy and send it to her she's gonna go nuts yeah that's her problem um <laughs> you got trashed by Colin Quinn. So, uh
1: no, but so you're there. But MTV was yeah. MTV was amazing. It was the shit, dude. MTV. I I've told this before, but we <laughs> me and Ken and he came to me and he goes he goes he was out I forget where we was. I was in New York. We were like very parochial at the time, just, yeah. you know. And she goes, "I was just out somewhere." And he goes, "Mobs of kids came up to me." He's at a college or something. He goes, "Mobs of kids came up to me." And I just was half paying attention, but I had a gig the a oh, couple of days later at Missouri, in the middle of Missouri. I still remember Dennis Weaver Drive. You get off the plane, Dennis Weaver Drive. I don't know what school that is, but uh-huh. so I get off and they're driving me to the gig. And my act—I was only doing it for like two and a half years, so my whole act was like, "Hey, if you take the six train, the four train actually, right?" And it was like, "Yeah," you know. <laughs> it was very local. Yeah, and I see this college, and I go, "Oh shoot." What else is here? I'm going to do comedy. I've never done anything but a little club. Because there's a line of 3,000 people. So I go, what else is going on tonight? And they go, ha, ha, ha. And I go, what? And I just forgot it. I go up. They're there to see me. Wow. I'm petrified. Now, luckily, I just worked a crowd yeah. at that point. I was just like, I'm just going to work this crowd because little kids are there with their parents. But it was 3,000 people. And as you say, MTV was so respected we would go to Florida, like, spring break, NBC, all these camera people, these kids didn't care. When MTV showed up, they all were on their best, be- they wanted to be on.
0: Yeah, that, it really was, like, and the thing about it, too, at the time, like, you know, it, it's become, like, hey, do you want to see, like, six drunk fucking, uh, right, you right. know, half-hot bodies? Hang- right. God, I don't know, it's just, like, it's this weird reality thing now. Right. But whatever kind of music you liked, you had a moment. That's the thing about it is that that's right. You it was like top forty stuff that was your thing. You you would have it if you wanted like head headbanger, yeah, metal shit, rap. Like it all had its moment on the, right. and you were just waiting for like whatever you wanted to see there. But yeah. you did that. That had to feel crazy. But then I've always I always asked this whenever I meet anybody that um works on the show because to me I guess I just feel like it has to be terrifying and maybe I'm wrong, but to get a gig on SNL, like, is it so intimidating to start there?
1: No, but I was older, and I came in there as a writer. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was kind of a weird time. Like, when I look back at those people from that those years, it yeah. was amazing, like Will Farrell and Tina Fey. And yeah,
0: McKay. it's a great cast. These people are all, like,
1: very big. You know what I mean? And Sherry O'Terry. I mean, Sherry O'Terry used to ca- I mean, kill, in some kill. ways, she really... Her characters that first year imprinted in a way that was very important. And Lorne Lorne knew it, even if we didn't. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like he'd keep, Sherry's great. He'd be right, right. Another cheerleader this week. Everybody's like, what? He already did that. Mm -hmm. He's like, he understood like people want to grab onto something, but, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's one of these places that, you know, all the, all the good things and all the bad things about it. Yes. It's all the way it is, but it's like every other job, except that it's, this dream in comedy, but right, but it's the same as any dynamic. People go, "Oh, there's a lot of uh, backstabbing." There was no more backstabbing there, in my opinion, than at any any job in entertainment history. job, yeah, any yeah. job anywhere, yeah, in a bar. But I'm just saying, it's I always use a bar as an example because I worked in restaurants, but yeah. but I'm saying any office is just the way it is, you know what I mean? And it wasn't overly, but it is the dream. So and and remember when when I was there it was all, the show was out to get canceled. Yeah. So this whole new crew was kind of like, and everybody gets along, but you know, you get, after a couple of years, you see, I mean, we saw each other every day for years, but it's like comedy. So if me and you are both hanging out in the comedy store, the seller, uh, comedy mothership yeah. for months together, and then suddenly I'm doing another gig and we don't see each other for two years. Yeah. And we saw each other every night. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird business in That's that way. It's a weird, but yeah, it is. Like you get, you're best friends. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I just hang out with that guy. I haven't seen him in three years.
0: And then the weird thing about that is that like, you're, you're working with each other. You're seeing each other at night. And then on the there is also the chance that like there's an off day, off night, and you're going to call one of those people and be like, you want to go get something to eat? Yeah. <laughs> and so like, you're hanging out with them again. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then when they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, but they say movies are like that. Like all the people that do movies, oh yeah, they they fall in love. They have this thing. Everybody's best friends. I love that person, and then they never see him again.
0: Yeah, I did a, I did a, I did a few small movies. Yeah, and what I got was that in that to the tenth, like where everybody was so intensely like, I love you, but like, yes, but like. Like, uh, like genuine affection. Yeah. People would hug you and like, hold on to you. Yes. And then let's all exchange information. Yes. And the thing is they're texting you while you're doing the movie. And then the movie ends and you don't get any texts.
1: No. no, And and I'm the same way as them. I'm the same way. But the worst is, or the funniest, I guess, if you're in the early part of the movie, so you're there for the first three weeks, but they're shooting for two months. Yeah. And Two weeks, it's a love fest. Yeah. We love you. Oh, my God. Everybody right. loves you. Then if you have one more day to come back, where you have to go shoot near the yeah. end. Everyone's like, hey. Yeah, how's it going, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> you haven't met everybody else that we like more. You, They're all here. It just
0: shows life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: guess a life it's some life lesson there. It have. is kind
0: of a life lesson. Yeah. I also think it's a big deal that you, you said that the uh, the intimidation factor for getting an SNL gig has to go down once you're a more like you you're older. In other words, yes. if you get it at twenty two, that's got to be fucking
1: blow blow you away. Yeah, yeah.
0: but once you like have some chops or, and like you also just have more life experience. It's a little more, you're a little more grounded.
1: Yeah. And, and not, I wouldn't even know if I was more grounded, but I definitely went, being a writer. there is a different animal too. When I was a writer there, it was a different animal.
0: How long were you writing before you were on camera?
1: About a year, year and a half. Yeah. Okay.
0: Did I mean, you wrote, like doing that or no?
1: I liked it, yeah. but I, Oh God, I used to get in arguments because I was always, you know, I mean, maybe it's just being a comedian, but I was always like, I know it's funny. Yeah. So like the guest host would be there and I'd be like, you're saying that line wrong, but I, I mean, I tried to be polite about yeah. it, but I was definitely saying it willfully. Yeah. Like, you know, writers have a certain couth. Yes. And directors. Yes. Where they treat performers a little bit delicately. Yeah. But when you're a performer, you're cocky, or at least I feel. Yeah. And you're like, hey, um, I'm like a performer them. too. And that that dynamic doesn't work. No, they don't like you telling them, "Hey, that's wrong." You know, you could you do like just the pushy, the willfulness of my uh, interact, my connection with them. They don't like that shit. Yeah, that's for directors. That's why directors and writers are so talented. Sure, because they deal with performers. Yeah. without being pissing them off all the
0: time. Sure, sure. Because but would you? Would people actually? Snap back? Like if you'd go like-
1: Yeah, Chris Walken snapped at me once.
0: He did? Yeah. Was it because of the birthday party?
1: It was before the party. (laughs) Uh, Oh, really? He was probably happy that I was bombing at that party. You
0: said something like, do it like this?
1: No, I just said, look, I told you about that sketch. Yeah. Uh, So I started to describe the sketch I was going to pitch again. He goes, you told me already. I go, yeah, well, I'm telling you again because it seems like you forgot. He just looked at me with hate. (laughs) (laughs) He looked at me like this. And a couple of people I had just those interactions with.
0: Yeah. Who was, I asked Al Franken when he was here, who was the worst person you ever, whoever guest hosted like in your time there?
1: Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my favorite first, which is Sting. I love Sting. And not just me. Everybody loves Sting. All the girls were in love with him. All the guys, even the guys are like, uh, eh, Sting, everybody loves Sting. That's the way it is.
0: It's just the the aura, the 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 energy he's he puts He's just
1: out. the greatest connected guy. Like he talks to everybody. He's not trying to be charming. Yeah. He's not like, I'm connecting with you. He's yeah. just like it's hard to describe, but yeah. it's like he, and he and it, i mean, young women, they all loved him. Everybody loved him. Yeah. When I was there, I would say, you know, I had conflicts with um I hate to say because Madeline Kahn died, but I had a little conflict with her. You know, I really loved her comedic thing, but she took my sketch. Me and her had a little argument over my sketch. Really? And then she ended up sabotaging it. Wait, she was working there? No, she no. was just uh, the guest host.
0: And, and you guys argued over the sketch? She
1: died. Um, we, do, we argued over my sketch. And then she. I saw the look in her eyes and then she just, she goes, I know what I'll do it to this guy. She was a real pro and she just did it. Uh, just a beat off on each thing so that it bombed at dress rehearsal. And they, you know, they cut half the show at dress rehearsal <laughs> and she like, she gave me a good lesson. She's like, Oh, you want to play
0: games? huh?" Really? And so we're, we're, had you been, you've been butting heads during the, like, yeah, the, the... we
1: butted heads a few times. Me and her. Wow. Yeah. You know, I was kind of a, you know, deck in certain ways as far well. as, you know, I was like, you know, I just thought my, I thought my sketches were, you know, like, from being a stand-up, I'm like I say it this way, you know. I don't know what you're doing, but you know, oh my god! Instead of like writers have to be a little more. They have a even if it's fake. There's only, that's why you see showrunners become like, they because yeah, they, yeah. they let all the anger out for all the writers right right. But writers have to be more subservient to the sure performer to get them to do stuff the way they want them. You know? Yeah,
0: but you're also there's there are people who write who are just writers. But right, you were you had the thing where you're like, I per, I am a performer,
1: exactly. Yeah, I came in there like we're equals, and it's yeah. like, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. So you know,
0: anybody else that memorably terrible?
1: I mean, people always say Chevy, you know, but I was there when Chevy hosted, and I mean, he was crazy, but it was kind of funny. Like I didn't think it was. I mean, he was you today. People would be horrified. I understand that, but at the give time, give me an example.
0: What's like what was crazy about him?
1: Like <laughs> He goes Like when he's People are pitching ideas <laughs> And this is like Around the room So Lauren is talking to us And he's behind Lauren Going like this The whole time <laughs> Doing faces And making body Like these weird things And then One of the Female writers goes I don't have a uh, I don't have an idea yet And he goes That's right You can just give me a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know but it was like trying to be funny, but it's right. Like, and yeah. it was kind of funny. That's pretty funny, man. But I mean, but it's just, you know,
0: the, was, the difference is right now everyone would be like that is oh, yeah. Just, yeah, but and
1: he just and if he just did it to women, that would be one thing. But he was insulting everybody all the time. Really? But it was kind of it was kind of funny the way he does it. Yeah. You know it's really for One time I was I was on the show and I was warming up the crowd beforehand, and he just walked in. And the crowd went crazy. Chevy Chase. Yeah. He walked in. He's like this. I'm warming up. And he just he says, just waves, waves, and they're all going nuts. And he goes, he leans into me. and goes, I just did that to fuck you up. And walked off. <laughs> That's pretty
0: funny, though, man. That's funny. It is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, the thing about, I don't know what this says about me, but all the things you're saying, like, if I'm in that room, I have a smile. I am in. I find it endearing. It is endearing. A, yeah, yeah.
1: But, for, but he would all... <laughs> He would like to screw up the sketches. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) But it is funny, but he's like a little kid. One time I was at Aspen Comedy Festival. Uh Eight in the morning. Eight in the morning. Everyone's getting their cars to get out. It's the last day. Been there all week. And Chevy's there with his wife and his kids. He's a real family man, too. Wife and his kids. And the the guys, the valet guys had cowboy hats at Aspen at this hotel. He goes, who are you? Hop along, Cassie. Give me that fucking thing. And he takes the hat and just starts dancing around, singing in the driveway while the cars are 8 in the morning. It was like this. So they eh. And he's making fun of the guy and just busting his balls. And it was kind of funny. Yeah. And he, and the guy was laughing. And I was laughing because I was like, this guy's like 50 years old. He's out of his mind. And he's yeah. out of his mind. And yeah. his kids are standing there looking like, this is our dad. We see this all yeah, day. We see, yeah, We don't give a shit. We don't feel embarrassed. So it was kind of funny. Yeah. But Yeah. But I already he can go over the top, but, but it, it was, that's it was something about him that's, he's like a hyperactive guy, I guess, you know?
0: Yeah. One of, I mean, this is not obviously the same, but one of my friends growing up, his dad was one of these like outrageous dads like that. Right. And um, like, I remember one of the first times that I, I'm hanging out with my friend at school and then I go to his house and his, uh, his dad was like, Are you here to see my little girl? And I was like, Uh, what? And he, he doesn't have a little, it's, a, it's his son. And I was like, yeah, cause I didn't know yet. Right. And then, and then he goes, he likes to, uh, and then he, he had a cell phone, the old cell phone with the antenna that's permanently up. And he goes, here's my son. He's playing with his little dick. Like, <laughs> but he's doing this in front of his son and his friends. Yes. We're howling as yeah. friends. We're teenagers. Yes. And my friend's like looking at me. He's like, are you amused? This is, This is my life. This is what, this is every day. And I was like, I go, yeah, dude, it's pretty fucking fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it is that energy. Yeah. It's not like a witty, it's just a, a guy that just commits in this crazy way. Yeah. But won't stop.
0: You won't stop. Yeah.
1: But I wonder, I would love to hear the history of all the times he's done, because he was just doing, when he was doing that for, in in the, at the outside of the uh, hotel, he wasn't. There weren't a lot of people around. Yeah, I just happened to be coming out. Maybe a couple other people. He wasn't performing for anybody except his family, himself. There's a and those two valets.
0: See, there's a part of that that you got to go like, man. However you want to spit like that's kind of the purest comedian, like the guy who goes, "I'm here to make jokes and get laughs in whoever's around." Right. You know, like that's a true silliness factor to that. Like that, the, that's right. Right. Like who's watching the valet? I'm just yeah, trying to make right. him laugh.
1: Well, that was Robin Williams for all his faults, and there were plenty. Yeah, he was a guy that would grab anybody and just work them. Yeah, like you know, any stranger on the street would be like, "Oh my god."
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a that's like childlike almost, right? Yeah, but yeah. Those guys can keep that silliness. Yeah, yeah. Mine went away a long time. Oh, ago. I never
1: had. Yeah, I like to bust balls, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, in a yeah. different way, like but yeah. I like, bu- I love busting balls on people when they. You know, Yeah, sure. In the streets and stuff, but <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. not silly, more like- you know, The silly breaking.
0: stuff where you're like- Because also, there's something about that type of silliness where at a certain age, you're like, how do you have this much energy for this shit? Right, don't right, you need, right. Don't you need energy just to get through the day?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, I can I can interact with people, but I can't move. Right, right. I can do it like, for, like that. <laughs> yeah. These guys are running yeah, around. Don't and,
0: require me to do yeah. fucking squats yeah. to do, make you <laughs> yes. laugh. Yeah, dude. These guys still got it. <clears throat> All right, what- because I've always wanted to ask you this. I remember the first one man show that you did that was like pointed like about something right that wasn't just like, here's an act, like right. here's just jokes about stuff. and then you're 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 actually it's great because you're taking something that actually people don't know a lot. we knew we have a general sense of something, like history of uh, of this country, constitution, right right And then you go like, no, I'm gonna actually break down. What what this really is, but do it in an entertaining way, right? A truthful way, and with humor. But it feels like I, I feel like now that you've done it and done it well and multiple times, it actually what it did was it opens up that that door for people to go, like, oh, I want to do a, a version of that. So now you see people do things Good, yeah. like this. But I feel like you're the 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 guy well, that thanks. did, it. yeah. But yeah, but what made you like? It felt like at the time, like now if somebody does it, they're going, I'm going to do, I'm going to do an act, you know, about like the nuclear treaty. You'd be like, all right, like right. There, this is a thing now, but, but what makes you first, it feels like a big risk I'm saying when you start it.
1: No, because one of the things was I, had, I had done some one man show stuff before, but, but what really it is is I watch comedians and I go like, I'll watch you. If I watch, I'm trying to think of a specific, uh, Moment in your act, mm-hmm. and so well. There's one way you say the guy was, when somebody's. I'll try to. I'm paraphrase, but with the guy when if somebody's. Oh, here's a perfect example. When you say when there's a guy in overalls with no shirt on, that's the last person you're gonna see. Yeah. Right. Okay. So like that's a hilarious line, but then I'm like, that's not just a hilarious line. Like that train of thought, if you wanted to go into could be something. So like, I always feel like comedians throw away genius lines. Yes. And I'm like, that's a whole th- theme. That's a thought. So I started thinking that way. And I was like, I-, I can't believe like, cause a lot of times people will go, Oh, that person's funny. I'm like, no, but what they're saying, there's so many little profound moments. So I'm trying to like, curate it so that people go, no, no, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about life on earth right now. Yeah. And I know people know that and they, you know what I mean? But it's still, I'm trying to make sure people understand. So a lot of times people do their act. There's like 10 profound things. Then they end on whatever their biggest laugh is. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There's gotta be more of a theme there because, they're saying so many important things. So then I was like, I'm going to do theme shows.
0: Theme shows. Yeah. I feel like
1: everybody should. Yeah. I kind of feel like
0: the, the people who have done a version of this for a while are actually the, the Europeans, right? Like meaning not the same, same style show. It doesn't surprise me, but they will, (laughs) they will do theme. Like you, when you do festivals, like if you go abroad and you do like you go, uh, I'm doing, you know, the Edinburgh, or Melbourne or something, you know, you arrive and though someone will be like a, a local, they'll be like, so what's your, uh, what's your show about? And you're like, my show, what do you mean? Right, it's right. a, it's a series of jokes yeah. that have nothing to do with one another. Right. And they're like, oh, mine's about my dad. And you're like, your fucking hour is? Right. And, and then you watch it and they're like, oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, so that's like a, and then they have, they are in the practice also of turning over that thing. So they do that show and then they're like, my next show is about my last year in high school. And right. you're like, okay. Wow. So that, but that, that feels very, you know, like European to me. Right. Um, but you've, you find it less frequently, I think in the States.
1: Well, I've never done Europe, which you've infuri- never done those festivals or anything. It Infuriates me to no end, but I've never done Europe. And it just, I did, when I did a long story short, one of the reasons I did, it was like, I'm going to do every country and then I'm going to go tour the world. Yeah. And it never happened. So it's just not meant to be. But when you say you do jokes or a series of random jokes that aren't connected, that's, I don't believe. Well, you're so right. So I'm saying if I look you're right. at any of your hours, right. I'll be like, well, what about this, this? And that's the part, I feel like there's so much profound stuff you're right. going on you're right. that's not getting its full deserved attention. And
0: I also feel like the the mark of, like when I watch somebody who's starting out, someone who's done it a little while, and then someone who's like a true veteran the, yeah. To me, the mark of I'm like, oh, this guy's good, is that he, when he gets to a good joke, he or she, excuse me, or they, uh, any of them, uh, they work the they work the whole thing out. Like they they work. They yeah. don't just go one funny joke about this. Right. They give you the whole thing, and then what? When you're new, when you're starting out, you you're like, I got to laugh about that. Moving on. Right. And you you don't, yes. you, don't you don't you don't like. Beat yeah. up the topic, and, it,
1: and, and it's 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 admirable, but it's a it's a mistake in certain ways. And you know, who the first one I ever saw really squeeze the life out of it was Rich Jenny. If you remember him,
0: yeah, of he course. would take
1: the subject and roll it into this thing, and it was really interesting to watch. Yeah, and it was great the way he did it. You know? He
0: was fantastic. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was really good. He was really really good. And I, um, I've heard other great comedians go like, "Oh man, he like." when you saw him in a club or something, they're like, it was, people were actually like, you you hear these perlifts around, but like people were like exhausted, but from laughing so hard at this guy, like he was just.
1: he, He had some really beautifully crafted bits, you know? Yeah. Fucking,
0: I can't believe that.
1: Yeah. But, but that's the kind of thing where I always feel like really what I'd like to do, even though it's, everything's too late now. What I'd like to be is the guy that, gets paid exorbitant amount of money from comedians to force them to craft their acts into what I want them to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This way I'm, you know, but the only problem with it is, which is this is why comedians are the greatest. If I, whoever he respects said, hey, this joke would work better with this line. 99% comedians... Even an open mic would look at me like "fuck you." Yeah, yeah, you're totally that's right. How we are. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And even that's if so you, somebody gives you a line, you still resent it. You do, even if it's a great line. Yeah, you're like, god damn it. And of course, it doesn't help that an audience watch you do an hour, come up, and they all say that one joke. Yeah, like, the one that somebody gave me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, that's yeah. so true. So, the difference uh, now is that, like, I I feel like the longer you do it, you can go. Like, if I do set now and i've had a guy come up to me and go uh hey you know that bit and you're like what like you know that bit and you go yeah and they go you know what um what you're missing there and you go you start to go like are you fucking out of your mind oh. and then they they give you like and when it's when it's notably bad i yeah. go oh, thanks i didn't think about that i appreciate that yeah. man right and then i just kind of yeah. walk away but when it's not when i go that's great it's when i go oh that's interesting that to me is more the alarm that i go fuck, maybe I should, when I, when I, when it gives me a moment to pause and think about it and and I go like, fuck, is that, is that better? That's when I go, I'm going to try your suggestion. Even if your suggestion isn't the exact thing I'm going to take. If I go, you just opened a door. Yes. Oh, oh, it always happens. Yeah.
1: That's, that's, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to start with Bert Greischer. Sure. And I'm gonna start with Bert and I'm gonna say, Bert, look, because Bert seems like the kind of guy that if I presented it correctly, yeah. he'd just fork over a boatload of cash.
0: You could definitely get a lot of money out of him. <laughs> so you could get a lot of money. I'm out just of gonna
1: him. sit him down and go, Bert, I love what you I love you what you're bringing is something because he does bring a whole energy that's amazing. Yes. And, and a, a lot of say, words.
0: They're not all coherent, but there's right. a lot of words.
1: And I'm gonna say, Bert, here's what we're gonna do with the act. And he'll yeah. be like, Oh, I love this idea. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Say, Bert, shirt on I, or shirt off? I, the shirt comes off. The shirt coming off is good. It's a nonverbal thing that's really beautiful. But what I'm saying is, we're going we're gonna to explore what it means. The history of nudity, and at the end, the grand thing is going to be you taking your shirt off. I love gonna, it. <laughs> now, Bert, it's not going to be cheap.
0: Yeah, 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 good, good.
1: Yeah, tell us what kind of price range are we in here? Um. I mean, I guess for him a new hour, a Bird new hour, a new hour. He's probably going to tour that for two years. Yeah, he'll make what?
0: Just let's just bleep this part
1: out. Oh, more. <laughs> All right, and I'll say, I'll say for a new hour for Bert, for me. Oh wow, Jesus! What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's definitely no.
1: It's, it's, no it's,
0: Good, that's good. Hey,
1: hey, Lots listen. of leaps. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, I'll tell him this later. This oh, is no time to be cheap. No, it's true.
0: That's true. no time to be cheap.
1: God. I, like that. I think I like, I like that reaction. <laughs> I oh God, Jesus! <laughs> That's real money.
0: Because um, <laughs> I think he would actually. He might. Oh, he might give I it to do you. Either. I think you could do if it. If I
1: could, if I could get him in the, in like a environment like the cellar. Yeah. For like an hour. Yeah. And just sit there in the right. Spot, I could probably get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you, <laughs> yeah. You have to have a certain amount of food and drinks coming in. Like, we're, yes. but, like but like timed, you know, you're going to, you go like, and when I, you go, when I go, another water for me, be like, that's when you bring out the steak and the other bourbon and be like and then I'm right after it closes I'm going to give him the paperwork for the wire transfer <laughs> but that's the beauty of today yeah he could just really
1: almost yeah. Venmo I don't yeah. know if he could Venmo that much money I don't think he could Venmo that but, no, but.
0: you could be like as long as the deposit clears now he can get started yeah <laughs> it's very I love the business plan I think you as a consultant could make really uh, fucking crazy money I love it real crazy
1: money but now people are going to br- bristle like you just did over my, my fee
0: well because I'm thinking of my own fee <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I'm gonna be like, hey, you're not doing fucking birt shit to me, man.
1: All right. <laughs> you're gonna be like, I help you come up with the, the pitch. Yeah. Like, I wanna on. break. I want to discount. I want to break.
0: Yeah. Just cut that thing in the fucking quarters. No, you know quarters. what I'm gonna
1: do? Here's how I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do like drug dealers. Yeah. I'm gonna help somebody with one bit, and then if they're like shit, what do they do that bit? Yeah. You know. If you
0: help me fix this one bit that I have right now, yeah. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a good check. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What is it? Well, okay, me, we can't do it here. Oh, okay, fine. But as
0: soon as this wraps, we'll talk about it all at right. length. Yeah.
1: But I might not be good at it like that. You know, I need a couple of days to ruminate usually. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, you can ruminate on it. Yeah. It's a real fucking problem. It's all I talk about.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah. could probably help. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want money for it, but I want to, you know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you could just spread the reputation afterwards, and, you know. Yeah. Because really, they if go, we're focusing you do that? in on Burt. Like CQ. If we're focusing in on Burt, this is the way to do it. I help you that bit. Then you casually mention to Bert, yeah. and then three months from now, in his head, he's like, "You know what? I got to do this."
0: Here's thing. what happened. Here's how we'll do it. I'll fucking do this bit. They'll be like, "That built was great," and I'll be like, "Well, you know, Quinn." Yeah, I'll be like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, you <laughs> fucking hooked me up." And then he's like, "He's like, <laughs> oh <"No> shit," <laughs> and then you give him the new price.
1: No, no, do we do it like Bernie Madoff? We set it up, we go, he's not really gonna oh, talk to yeah, you. Yeah, he's not. And he'll be like, Hey, wait, yeah, what's wrong
0: with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll be
1: like, Bert, no. I don't have time right now. Yeah. I'm working with Kevin Hart. This I got Matt it. Reif on the line. And he's like, <laughs> Well, what about me? And I'm like, Bert, yeah. I'd love to get to you. He'd be like, All right, all right, listen. All right, I'm gonna put something aside this Tuesday. That,
0: yeah, there you go. And then they then they the uh, all you go, the hustle. We got it all lined him, up. You gotta give him the fee though. And he'll be like, What's the fee? And be like, It's not I mean, it's expensive. It's not like undoable. It's a Guy's not fucking free.
1: Well, first I say, you know, Kevin Hart's giving me... Yeah. I know you don't have that kind of money. Right. He'll be like... Maybe I should say... Because the way you reacted to... I don't want to be torn around. Right. (laughs) Better, right?
0: Great, great deal. And then he'll be like, what do I get for...
1: (laughs) Couple tags. We should do a a whole... uh, Two bears, one cave, with you playing him and me playing myself oh, yeah. doing this. That could be a whole other episode.
0: <laughs> I know. You, said, you have to work on. I have to work on my mouth breathing. <sighs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, Colin!
0: This is, I got to. Oh my god, hold on a second.
1: Yeah, Bert, this is going to work. But really, I would with him. You could really get thematic. Yeah, because. He's got the crowd, they're in the vibe, they're in his energy. So are you looking for themes? He can take him any way he wants. That's
0: true. That is true. He's got great, great energy too. Yes. So do you look for themes the way, like, you know, director, writer directors go like, I'm just searching for I'm waiting for a story. And then they have a story and they're like, This is it.
1: Well, I'll give you a perfect example. My last show was I, I was like, I got I started doing it and I was like, What is it? What is it? Then I go I know what it is. I'm just gonna go the other way and make it all small talk and how important small talk is, and small talk is a run society. A small talk, and then after I did it, I go, ah, it just doesn't feel like it feels okay, but it's forced. Yeah. So now I got no theme, so I'm just trying to figure out my theme.
0: Wow. Now when you're when you're working out like um you know red state blue state New right. York story unconstant like when you're doing those yeah can you practice like. Get those things in shape in the clubs.
1: I have to. You have to. You have There's to. There's no other option. Even unconstitutional. I was proudest because the minute those work in the clubs, those bits. Yeah. Then you're like, this is going to work in a theater,
0: and that's such a um, like a a turn for the, an audience that's like watching. You know, right? Six people in a row go up talking about. The subway, sure. blowjobs, right. you know, I have kids, they're acting like, the, and then you come up and you're like. Mostly blowjobs, yeah. Mostly blowjobs, but the constitution, you know. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's just like, wait, are you, are you really doing a Oh, bit? believe like, me, I yell at the audience. Also,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, we're talking about the constitution. I have to literally say yeah. that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, We're talking about the constitution right now. But and do then you find laugh.
0: that like, it's like, that the thing about, um, I don't know, I feel like after years you learn that you can reset an audience to meet you there. Yes. If you're like, this is what we're doing.
1: It you, doesn't matter. You said it perfectly. Yeah. The crowd wants to laugh and the crowd will laugh on. They, they, they know about the constitution. Sometimes they know more than you do, you know? Yeah. But you got to reset and keep the couple of the assholes that are trying to change it. You have to put them in there in line. That's the most, that's the only thing, as you know, those people have to be stopped. Addressed.
0: Yeah. You have to. Yeah.
1: And you got to be, you know, funny, but very harsh. And, Put them in line because they'll try to bring the energy into whatever they want it to be. You know, and you can't have that. But yeah, the crowd is—if you make it, if you punch it up, they're there. Yeah, they like any subject.
0: Yeah, because I always—I feel like the the par, the thing that I learned it with is following crazy energy. When yes. you follow crazy energy, your instinct is when you're like starting out is you're like, God, I guess I got to be big too, That's you right. know? Because like it, that guy was so big, yes. uh, and then you realize that actually you can go like completely to the but you have to like you have to be zen secure in it it can't be like a a put on you just kind of like you settle in and you're like that was that and this is this
1: well ray ray romano i always think of ray romano because we did you know strip shows and everybody's up there with their energy and wild and talking about you know young and single and then this guy would go on last and the crowd you know late shows Five people being hilarious. Yeah. And then he goes on and he's like, I got two kids. I'm married. And people be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And after two minutes, he went on last because he killed. Yeah. So he would just be and be so funny and just be like you, what you just yeah. said. So secure. Like, this is what I am. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of the things in comedy that I feel like is one of the most important things is what you just said. It's this is all you got. And if it's not enough, that's you got to go somewhere else. I'm not bringing you somebody else. Yeah, I'm not bringing you a, a a rock star. I'm me, and this is what we got. So let's either laugh or not. And yeah. I feel like one of the most important moments in comedy is when you get to that point where you're like, I can't reach and be who you just saw. I'm not going to bring their energy on. Yeah, me. I'm me. I'm me. Yeah, this is all I got.
0: Yeah, you're so right. That there's that moment, and there's the moment where you um. The first, like, I think when you first hit you when you're, it's funny because you're you're obviously performing comedy to get laughs, but there's moments where you're on there, and especially like in a big room where you're in the middle of something and you realize that everybody's listening and you're like, oh, they're all listening right now. Like a few thousand people are like listening and you're like, this is pretty crazy. That's crazy. Like this is, and also that's a good thing to get. People panic when they're not getting laughs. They're like, what should I do? But you're like, hey, use this. Use them being like, Right. Oh my god. Right. And take them somewhere, you know?
1: Yeah, take them wherever you want. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know. Uh I feel like I'll give you I feel like just as a deposit, I'll give you
1: Okay. <laughs> for the bit. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't, like I said I'm doing it like a drug dealer. Okay. Okay. I do this bit for free, then we have the conversation Meanwhile, if I can't even do it, who knows if it'll even work. Yeah. But if it works, then you're like, oh God. And you just casually mentioned it Bert. Yeah. After he'll forget this podcast after a month. He probably yeah. won't even listen. And um and then you just go, Oh my God. Yeah, Colin, we talked about that bit, it's great. And he'll be like, What bit? Like, Oh didn't I tell you that it doesn't matter, but yeah, it was good, you know. Yeah. And, then, and like, then when he says how much was it, you're like, I am not to talk about money. Right. Which is a great line. Speaking of M T V. Yeah. When you don't talk about money, there is no money. But you're not lying. <laughs> right, like, right? I don't want to talk about the money. <laughs> yeah. Money's not important. When we did MTV, we did Remote Control City. So girls auditioned. We had another girl. The other one had left, and they brought in this girl, Sophia Coppola. And they go, and that's Sophia Coppola, Alicia Coppola. So it's name's Alicia. She's on the show. So they go, Uh, are you related to Francis Ford? And she goes, I don't like to talk about it. They hire her. She's not related.
0: She didn't lie. <laughs> she didn't lie. I don't like to talk about this. So I'm not related. She's the greatest. Yeah, that's hilarious. Goes, I
1: don't like to talk about it.
0: That's such a great one. She's the greatest. Oh, yeah. That is brilliant. And she got hired. Yeah. And then, then you know, some execs like, it's pretty crazy we got Francis Ford Coppola's Oh, cool,
2: cool, here. Cool. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, what
0: are you talking about? <laughs> um, all right. Listen, it's a real treat that you came in. Oh, thanks. I appreciate you being here. It's really fun. Uh, best pizza in New York Where do you go for a slice
1: Well Joe's of course I mean, Joe's It's unbelievable The one on Carmine too There's all good Joe's But Joe's on Carmine Is Is the best that a downtown Yeah
0: Right um, by the cellar are you, Do you live nearby I mean I don't want to give away your address But you live yeah. in the area
1: Well I live No I live like down About 20 30 blocks past that But
0: Oh okay yeah, by Wall right. Street And have you been there That area a long time Yeah yeah.
1: I went to Joe's. Joe's used to be four doors up. I was there at the original Joe's. Wow. It was four doors away. They moved it to that place.
0: Yes, because you are New York, man.
1: Oh, I love, I mean. I know. When I, I, wish I had been, my only regret is I wish I had been filming. I think about this all the time. From the time, from the 70s, I just wish I had been filming everybody and everything.
0: Do you have, because my favorite thing, I I love cities. I love being yeah. at like someone, when people go vacation. yeah, You know, they go like, you want to go to the beach, you want right. to go to thing. And I always pick. Big cities. I like to go to New York, Paris, London. Like, because I, for me, the what I get out of those, because they're always like, where do you go? I'm like, I just like the energy of being in this. What's like a a great day off, free day for you in New York? Like, is it just low key? Just walking around. Just walking around. Walking around. around. That's what New
1: York. But let me give you, speaking of cities, so they just shot this new De Niro movie. Mm
0: -hmm. Good friend of mine. Go ahead. What? yeah. Bob. Yeah.
1: Bob. So he plays the mob guys. Uh So anyway, it's set in the '60s, New York '60s. Barry Levinson direct '60s and '50s in New York. So they had to find the closest place that looks like New York in the '50s, and '60s. Where did they shoot? Uh, I'll give you a hint. Okay. I'm asking you. Where did they shoot? Cincinnati. Yep. For real? Yeah. No
0: shit. Downtown Cincinnati.
1: I guess I don't know, but yeah, somewhere in
0: Cincinnati. That's true. It does kind of suck. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's there is the, the thing about Cincinnati is you. The feeling I, whenever I go back to Cincinnati and, you're, and especially when you're downtown, you're always like, yeah, it's like, this is almost there. Like you always feel like, like three quarters of things have been done, you know, wow. and you're like, you know what I mean? When you go
1: to- Which surprised surprising. They're German. You think they finished stuff. Yeah,
0: I know.
1: <laughs> over the yeah. Over the Rhine. Over the Rhine. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Those Germans know what no, they're I doing. No, I know what you meant. And you're right. They did a great job. We'll end on that. You can see Colin Quinn at Colin. Go get tickets at ColinQuinn.com. He's one of the best. Uh, thanks for coming, man. Thanks for we'll having see me. see you guys later. Bye.
2: Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.